0: Welcome to The Thriving Mom Podcast, where we invite mothers and mothers at heart to think outside the conventional beliefs about motherhood, nutrition, and raising healthy kids. I'm your host, Uime Oguta, recovering perfectionist and non-diet nutrition counselor on a mission to help smart women like you find food and body freedom through intuitive eating, self-care, and mindful practices that will leave you kicking balance to the curb, stop surviving, and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello, thriving mamas. Welcome to another podcast episode. How are you? Happy New Year. And we're not doing New Year, New You, because there's no new you. There's only a you. (laughs) But I'm excited to be here and to be talking to you about setting non-diet health goals. I intentionally left this podcast episode and the one for next week. I intentionally wanted to put them in January because I know for a lot of us, it's typically the end of December where we start setting those goals. But then over the holiday, we'll start seeing all the ads about New Year, New You, lose those last however many pounds and we get discouraged about the goals that we set for ourselves. So I'm hoping that this week and next week you will have something that would help you and guide you to set goals that you actually love and look forward to meeting if that's your jam. And if you don't love setting goals, that's okay. There's still a lot that you can learn from here to help you and support you on your food and body freedom journey. So shall we dive in? I remember posting on Facebook, I think it was four years ago, that I don't do resolutions. I don't set goals for the new year because they don't work. (laughs) Anybody been here before? Maybe you're still here. And at that time, I was just so over all the goal setting stuff. Mostly because I think I was misguided by what the purpose of goal setting and having a resolution was. And I think that there's a lot of misconception in popular culture about what it means to set a goal for the new year. Ever since I learned what I'm going to teach you in this episode and next week's episode, I actually love setting goals and the fun part is going through them, whether meeting or failing at them. I just enjoy that experience and I found that it helps me to have something to work towards and it's fun to get to mess with my perfectionistic brain when things change. It's so funny. I used to be so upset and now I just watch myself and I go along with the change and I don't have to wait for the right time or the stars to align for me to make decisions. Yeah, so I'm hoping that something changes for you too. But like I said, setting a goal is not necessary, especially if you've had a negative history with goal setting. You know, sometimes many of us come into goal setting in our places of work or with dieting and weight loss, and those experiences may not be the greatest because they just seem to highlight how much of a failure you may think you are, or not being able to meet it may have resulted in something negative, like some people may have been fired from work. And that's the conventional way of setting goals. But that's not what we're talking about here. So first of all, I just want you to know if you don't set goals, it's not required. You know what else is not required? Pressure to start now. You don't need to worry about starting now. You don't need to worry that you're going to miss out on anything. You can set goals anytime you want. Now one thing I want to say here is that when clients come to work with me and we start thinking about the goals that they're trying to meet, I noticed this with my clients, I noticed this with myself initially, is that many of us approach goals as opportunities for fixing ourselves. We think we need those goals to make us happy. We think we need those goals to make us worthy because when we hit those goals, when we meet them, then we are worthy, then we are happy, then we're going to get whatever feeling it is that you think you're going to get. And that's not true. So I'm challenging you in this episode to approach goal setting As an opportunity to create something that wasn't there before. As an opportunity to create something different. And this doesn't mean that you're trying to change yourself. It's about seeing who you could become. No longer subscribing to expectations of what you should or have to do. So then when you set that goal, you're just creating some criteria that would help you to recognize who you're becoming. One of the struggles that a lot of us women have is that... So many things feel not concrete. So when you have a goal, it brings whatever your vision is clearly out. So you can know this is what I'm working towards. For example, you might set a goal of just being more confident in your skin and your body. And we're not following diet rules here. So this may feel really out of reach for you because you're not looking at numbers on a scale to direct you. Right. So when you think about the you who is confident in your skin and your body right now, you realize that there are things that she does and she says that evoke that feeling of confidence and you can start living into that future. So you tap into those feelings. You tap into those thoughts. Again, setting the goal is more about the journey and who you are becoming rather than achieving the goal itself, because you'll get to the goal (laughs) and you'll realize you're still the same person. The only thing that'll be different are your thoughts. And then your actions will be different as well. But it's not better there. People feel like, yeah, they're going to be so much happier, so much more peaceful when they get there. But trust me, you can be all those things right now. So it's not about getting there. So let's talk about some important tools that you're going to need for setting those goals. And then next week's episode, I'm going to dive deep into a step-by-step process. But I really want you to get that foundation. I also talked about this in last week's episode. So if you haven't listened to episode 61, I encourage you to check that one out. It's all about taking stock to help you clear out the clutter, to help you assess where you've been, evaluate your situation before setting goals. So the first thing you're going to need is just to give yourself permission to want. This is probably one of the more challenging things for us as women or people who've been conditioned and socialized as women. So many of us have been taught to just go with what everybody else wants. We go with the status quo. Over time, we just don't know how to tune into that. I see this in my clients. I used to be this person too. And just asking that question, what do I want? It feels really triggering to a lot of us because we right away jump into, but I don't know what I want. Tell me what I should want. So it's really important for you to sit down and give yourself permission to ask Give yourself permission to want. Just say, what do I really want? Just brain dump everything on a piece of paper and then go back through and take out everything that you think you should want or think you have to want. Those are not true. The only thing that should be on that paper is what you deep down really want. And you know how you'll know this? You will feel that emotional connection in your body. It'll be a deep longing desire and that's how you'll know. So give yourself permission to want. Second, cultivate compassion for yourself. I feel like this is all I ever talk about is compassion and grace. But again, as women, we've been taught to be really hard on ourselves. Let other people decide for us how we need to treat ourselves. You're not going to hear me tell you to do that on this podcast. I'm all about bringing that compassion and bringing the grace back to us. Is something that I teach my clients in Thrive. We have to come back to speaking kindly to ourselves, to prioritizing ourselves. If compassion and grace for yourself are things that you struggle with, maybe make that your goal for 2022. Just that, to be more compassionate and more gracious towards yourself. Compassion is a muscle that we need to develop. And this means you plan. You plan to have compassion always. No matter what happens, when you do what you said you will do, when you didn't do what you said you will do, compassion shows up, kindness shows up. You accept your human nature. Because guess what? We're all flawed. You're not alone in that experience. There's so many of us. So you need to be the one to pick yourself up, to dust yourself up, just like you would do to your child or a pet or someone you love. And then embrace everything that is about you your positives, your negatives, including those negative feelings. This is something that I always find very fascinating when I'm coaching my clients and they think something negative and they're like, oh, I know I shouldn't think that. I'm like, why not? It's just a thought. That's all it is. So you embrace all of that. Because when you start embracing all of who you are, being compassionate towards who you are, then you can figure out where it is exactly that you need to be changing. And you'll realize it might not even be as big as you make it seem. But until you get to that place where you have that close relationship with yourself, making change is going to be a little bit challenging. And this leads me into my next point, which is just about having your own back. This is not about being blinded to what's happening. It's about being your biggest cheerleader. Just like I talked about in Compassion, many of us are afraid of trusting in ourselves. Because again, we've been told to want what everybody else wants. We've outsourced our responsibility to other people and things, e.g. diet plans. And then we worry about what failure means about us. So for many of you who may have been on diets before and it didn't work, maybe you lost the weight and then you gained it back, which is very typical. 95% of the time this happens. So if this happened to you, you probably had thoughts that you're a failure. You never thought to question the diet plan that you were on. You never thought to question that meal plan, that regimen, that practice that you were on. You just took all the responsibility for the failure. But notice how when you do well, you give 100% of that responsibility to the thing. This is not the way it's supposed to be. So you're going to take 100 responsibility for your failures and 100% responsibility for your wins. That's how we get the balance, (laughs) right? So have your back. Every time you fail, what do you do? How do you speak to yourself? What are the thoughts you have about yourself? And if you've never failed, this is what I'm going to tell you. You're living a lie because you are preventing yourself from doing what you need to do to move you forward. And you're so worried that you would rather stay in safety. So I'm calling you out now. Start failing. This is something that I had to answer for myself last year. (laughs) I remember I was so reluctant to make some decisions in my business. And then my coach, just because she's very direct, she was like, what are you afraid of? And the more I studied myself, the more I did the work, I realized, you know what? I was so afraid to fail because of how I grew up. I was always the high achiever. I always tried to impress people. of you who may have listened to this podcast long enough, you know that I'm a recovering people pleaser and perfectionist. So those are the things that I'm still working on. And the more I uncover the layers, the more there is to uncover. It's like an onion that never ends. But I love it because now it's making me just become free. I'm not as overwhelmed or stressed because I'm just, I'm me. So this is what I'm calling you to do. Have your back, And if you're worried about having your back, that's an opportunity for you to explore and see what may be there. Once you commit to having your back, then you're going to be able to approach your goals, to approach whatever it is that you set for yourself with more confidence. Now the next tool is increasing your capacity to fail. (laughs) Trust me, this episode is going to change your life. I'm not even kidding. If you are on that journey of food and body freedom, you don't want to diet anymore. These are the skills you need. These are some of the tools that will help you. And I will be doing a disservice if I just started listing out how you should plan goals without really giving you the foundation. And all of these things are things that I teach my one-on-one clients. This is how they get exceptional results for the people who do the work. So increase your capacity to fail. It's not the most exciting thing. It's not sexy, but you know what? You will only grow as far as you're willing to fail. It's like learning to walk. We don't just, we're not just born and start walking. Babies, you lay on your back, you turn on your tummy, you might crawl with your arms and your knees, and then you start walking. Those few steps might be really wobbly, but over time you learn. And this is what failing is all about. Failing doesn't mean anything about you as a human. It just means there's something not quite right with either the tools that you're using, the methods that you're using, the systems that you're using. It has nothing to do with your worth and value as a human. So the key to this is just letting yourself feel all the emotions that come with failing. I know it's challenging, but you can do it because you can do hard things. So just sit with it. What would it feel like if I failed? I had to do this. And for me, failure feels like a really nasty nut in my tummy. I start to feel a nut in my throat as well. And sometimes it tastes bitter. But then I just remind myself, you know what? These are just emotions. And the more I train my body, the more I train my brain to normalize those emotions, the more my brain wouldn't feel the need to protect me and keep me safe. And then I can go out And really do what I want to do because I know what it feels like to fail. And it's just another thing that I can use to evaluate where I'm going, to evaluate who I'm becoming. So that's it. And just to give you a quick recap, first tool is giving yourself permission to want. Next, cultivate compassion for yourself. Have your own back and increase your capacity to fail. And as I wrap up, I just want to say here that non-diet health goals are not about doing They're all about being and those are very different because when you think about goals in the conventional way, we dive right into this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. When you're pursuing non-diet health goals, you're focusing on who you are becoming and we're going to talk more about this in next week's episode. So get to planning, get to thinking, allow yourself to want because you are so worth it and if you're setting non-diet health goals, And needing some help, I would love to support you. It starts with a free clarity call with me. On the call, we'll look at your goals, we'll create a clear path from where you are to where you wanna be. I'll help you see everything that's standing in your way. And if you decide that coaching with me is the next best step for you, I would be glad to share how you can work with me to help you get those goals. All right, my friends, non diet hell goals are fun and totally achievable, and I will help you get there. So hopefully you have some tools to get planning. And next week, we're going to go into the step-by-step process. I'll talk to you next week. But until then, keep thriving. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, you've got to check out my free food freedom guide because it gives you practical steps you can take to let go of dieting, stop obsessing about food, and eat in a way that you enjoy. Get your food freedom guide at oliveandblissca slash freedom And if you'd like to learn more about me and how I can support you to make peace with food and your body, then head on over to oliveandbliss.ca. I'm always rooting for you, my friend. Until next time, keep thriving.